What is up, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies show. And guess what, DB? We still don't have a name. We still I did. I thought we did. No, no, no. While you were gone, we thought we were going to have a name, but we didn't. And uh, so now you're back from your extravagant vacation uh, into the mountains of Heavenly uh, of Tahoe, which I'm sure was a fantastic time for you celebrating your month and a half long 40th birthday. But anyway, welcome. Did you turn 40? I think okay, listen, shut, shut up. It's Now it's evolved from a month, which is extremely... I mean, you guys are libeling me right now. You're—I could sue both of you, and now it's now it's extended to a month and a half. It, it, it's not well, been any of that. Well, we went a few more days from where I said it was a month, so I just just went ahead. It's like you know, uh, bankers like to round up, you know, things like that. So I just rounded up a little bit to the to yeah. a month and a half. But you know, anyway, um, DB, I'll let you take over here in a little bit. I know you like to start the show. You might be a little bit uncomfortable. Here. I love this. No, I we love have it. some we have some great topics today to talk about. I think um, you know, I'm actually the these are the best topics I think we've had so far, and we've had some good ones. We've had some good ones, but I'm pretty excited about what we have. Um, DB, who are we brought to by? BTN Golf, maybe? That the number? Who are we brought to by? <laughs> okay, now it's TV's turn to take over. Uh, we are uh, we are brought to by, uh, my friends, it's Swannies. The Swannies fam. You know what I mean, huh? Yeah. This stuff, dude. It's Pat's Pat's is on, is on the way. We, we had a little delay getting Pat's swag to him, but our friends at Swannies, we love them. They're great. We've been telling you about them for a couple of weeks now. We met these. These, this group of wild bunch uh, back in like 2016, 2017 at the PGA show, which is also going on uh, right now. We might talk about that later. Um, but yeah, promo code TJ25 gets you 25% off your entire order. And you can use it over and over again on the Swannies website. Swannies.co link is in the description of the podcast and YouTube channel. I uh, love those guys. Support them. Great golf apparel for men, but also great junior apparel and women's apparel. So if you got a golfing family, it's a perfect website for everybody, you know? So yeah. swannies.co, code TJ25, 25% off. Can't wait to get my swag. By the way, we did not plan this, DB, but I am wearing my uh, North Barrick West Lynx hat, and you've got the pull, you've got the uh, the hoodie on. So yes. got to love it. It's one yeah. of my favorite hoodies. We're, we're simpatico yeah. today. I feel like every time you wear that hat, I'm wearing this. I, I know. Think, I think it, it just happens. It's yeah. In, it's in nature. Agree. Um, I, I am also excited about today's show, Tony and Pat. It's it's a good good lineup here. You know what I did today? I'm doing something different. I would never do this on the on the main show. Maybe I would, and I'm surprised neither one of you have said anything about it. But are you sitting down? No. Okay. I'm, I'm chewing gum. Now, did you forget that you had the gum in your mouth, or you did that on purpose? I intentionally put it in my mouth because. Do you ever feel like gum helps you like kind of think a little bit better? Do you feel like you do good thinking on gum? I don't, I haven't thought about that. I feel like if my mouth is working on it, like I'm kind of just, it kind of gets me in there. You know what I mean? It kind of mm. gets my brain in there. Are you that's sure that's I, not nicotine gum? It's not. It's not <laughs> nicotine gum. It's not a Zen. It's not, I don't, I don't do nicotine. Um, but no, nah, it's just regular gum. And I feel like I could, I could, I could possibly as a result of the gum have some good takes today. So hopefully it's not annoying to the listener. I'm trying not to chew it in the, in the mic, but you know, if it helps with the takes, if it helps with the content, I think it's worth it. 
Well, you do you. We yeah, say Pete that all Carroll, time. Pete Carroll does the gum thing. He on does. Um, That's a good point. He does a good job. I mean, was, despite him getting fired, he's a good coach. He's been a good coach for a long time. So, You know what an underrated gum is? Uh, gator gum or the Gatorade gum. They they call it thirst quencher gum now. Now, the taste goes away quickly, but it's it's really good. I've never had that. I've never even seen I don't even know what you're talking about. you got to go to Dick's. It's at Dick's. It's on the checkout line. Uh, okay. no, no free ads. All right. We'll let we'll, 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 we'll okay. go. Remember, remember that Phil Tiger gum that they were pushing at the Masters a few years ago? That just, I don't think anything came of that. Now, was that like weed gum? They were both chewing it. They were is both it, chewing is there it. Such it. Weed gum? It is was, it I think Phil was, Phil was hinting that it was like a CBD type gum. I, I remember that with Phil. I don't remember it with Tiger. I thought maybe maybe he didn't come out and say that he was like a part of it or doing it as well, but he was chewing gum. It was like a story for a day and the millions of stories. I remember that. Masters mm -hmm. week. Yeah. It was Phil and Tiger both were chewing gum on the driving range, chewing gum on the putting green. Gum for wellness. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh I mean if they make nicotine gum, surely they can make THC gum. I'm sure. Hundred percent. Okay. Let's we'll look into that. Maybe we can get a sponsorship deal. Yeah. There we go. All right, fellas, jumping into the show here, we are going to start off with some live golf. We've got many new rumors. We've got a possible confirmation um, as of a couple days ago with Adrian Maroc heading over to live golf. Um, even as of this morning, we got Terrell Hatton, who has unofficially maybe adjoined live golf now. All kinds of rumors surrounding John Rahm's team and who and who isn't joining those. Um, who isn't even going to be in the league anymore with all these new signings over the past few weeks, who's getting relegated, who's not. So I wanted to ask you guys, Pat, we'll start off with you, not just about live golf, because that's been talked about ad nauseum over the past few years, it seems like, but these, these guys who are jumping ship and I'll throw that in, in quotation marks here, jumping ship from the PGA tour, over to live golf. Adrian Moronk was in the farmer's open field and withdrew Wednesday morning, a couple hours before the event. And then it was announced that he signed. Uh, Terrell Hatton had just announced that he can't wait to play waste management next week or in a couple weeks. Um, and now those rumors are continually heating up. So do these announcements, do these guys who are going over there, do they still carry the same weight as maybe three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, now that the PIF deal and the, with the PGA tour is somewhat close. And I use somewhat as a, as a relative term that eventually those two entities will come together with, uh, with Nuco Inc. And does, does that carry any weight? I mean, I think it does still. And the reason is, is because right now, until we have any sort of clarity on what this agreement is even going to look like, which I don't think we really even have a clue there is a little bit of weight. It's just like when John Rahm jumped, there was a huge deal, right? And this is kind of little like tremors after that with, with somebody like a Moronk or a Hatton. You know, not as big of a deal as far as, you know, a golfer like Rahm. Now, I'd, I would say Hatton would be a pretty decent deal, not not so much with Moronk. But still, I do think it, it just adds more to the, the legitimacy of it. Uh, it adds more to, you know, the fact that, um, you know, these guys are, you know, they like what Liv is offering, obviously, from a monetary standpoint. And I don't know. I mean, I just don't think they are probably. I mean, I don't know what the tour is going to do as far as this deal, but I just don't know if they're going to get the best of both worlds. Like, I don't know if they're going to get a ton of money. And then all of a sudden, 
you know, they can just play on both tours and it's it's like nothing ever happened. Like there's no way that, that Liv is offering this money without some sort of knowledge that it's, there's still going to be some separation between these two tours down the line. I mean, I, I think uh, I think you could be right there. I tell you what, man, it, it, the Liv thing is starting to if you if you look at the roster. If you look at the roster right now and add in Moronk, because they don't have they don't have the roster update, the, the site updated yet. It's not official. You add in Moronk, you drop in some garbage player. The the 48 players on Liv obviously look a lot better than they did a year ago. The the fact that they are pushing out some of these scrubs that were in there, no more Sawan Kim, no more James Piot or whatever he was. Like the fact that they're pushing those guys out and refilling them with guys like Moronk, even though I know Moronk's not a needle mover, but it adds depth and it adds competitive. I don't know, if, like lack of a better word, like in, integrity or increase to to live. It to me, it's it's very interesting. Like the the more now that they've got big dogs, they've got big dogs. I mean, you got DJ Brooks, Bryson, Rom, Cam, like you got big studs at the top. Arguably, as many as the PGA Tour does. The top five players that live and the top five players on the PJ Tour are not much different. So now when you start adding these depth pieces and you start pushing the, the garbage guys out and, and the middle of the live roster looks better and better, I think it's I think it's compelling. Hatton, to me, is a is a decent loss for the tour, not because necessarily he's a great player. I know he's never won a major, all this stuff, which we can talk about that. Like, I don't know if you should, I don't know if he should jump before that, but depends on how much money he's made. He's an entertainer. Like the tour has lost their entertainers. They've lost their showmen. They've lost the controversial figures, the Sergios, the Phils, the, the, the Reeds, the Brysons, the Brooks. Like they've lost those guys. And Hatton is really like the one guy. Who else is it on the PJ tour that like shows some shows something that that's that gets talked about or that gets buzz or that gets attention or that gets laughter or that get whatever? Like if they lose Hatton. Which it sounds like that deal is kind of wavering. I mean, he, he literally tweeted out a schedule, I think, today, all the way up through uh, Genesis or, or one of the Florida events. Like, I think the Hatton loss sucks from like a viewing standpoint, and the tour just continuing to lose its characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree from a viewing standpoint for sure to lose your characters like that. Um, I guess, though, if you like the point, though, that I'm kind of wondering is like, and that Tony's kind of asking is like, does it really matter because they may come together again? But, but don't like, I just don't think these tours are necessarily going to just automatically go back together and everything is going to be fine. I mean, there's no way they would just have these announcements and pay all this money. So I guess it still brings up about the question that is the million dollar question or millions of dollar question is what this is going to look like when the deal finally does get done. And I don't know. I still don't know. I have no clue. It better get done soon. I saw something swirling around on Twitter today that they that it seems like it's close. Um, I, I really, you know, I think I think Mark Hubbard's brother tweeted out something that said like if you stare toward if you look towards Ponte Vedra at Tour headquarters, you can see the smoke coming out of the building like at all hours of the night. That they're all in there <laughs> trying to figure this out, working on it. Obviously, he should. He's probably a well informed source with his brother being Mark. Um, I, I, I am so ready for a deal to be done. Like, I don't want to be still guessing at this crap at the players at, at Augusta. I, I'm ready for it to be done. I could totally see it being a transitional kind of thing where it might take a year or two before things fully get to where they want it to be. But I agree, Pat. I, I think I think Liv is going to be a leak. 
Yeah. In the, in the landscape of golf, the format, the, the, the brand is going to live on. No, no pun intended, but it's going to live on. And, but there will be crossover opportunity. That, that's what I think is going to happen. We're all ready to see it. We're, we're all just like, just over this whole thing. Um, I, I think, you know, a slight change of subject here. I, I think um, it's interesting. Nick Dunlap, who won last week, the amateur, and then dropped out of the farmers. Um, and everybody's like, okay, here we go. Now he's committed to Pebble Beach. Uh, so he's playing Pebble Beach, signature event, obviously, as he probably should. But it is interesting to note that, um, you know, Pat and I got from a, a credible source that, you know, his agency is the number one agency that has recruited and brought over players to live. The oh, yeah. same agency that represents Dunlap. It it doesn't it would not surprise me if he if he took that and ran with it. But now he, he might take a little bit of time to make that decision or, or live maybe working on Moronk and Hatton before they want to really get to the young guy that just, you know, won the Amex. But. If the deal is right and the options are on the table, it wouldn't shock me if Dunlap leaves shortly after he plays a couple of PGA Tour events either. But we'll see. I mean, Dunlap doesn't move the needle at all, you know, even though he's a he's a hot story at the moment. But he's not going to move the needle if Liv. So I don't I don't know what Liv would actually pay the guy. And yeah. he's into all the majors and the signature events at this point, um, you know. So he's got a, obviously a, a potential to win a lot of money there too. Still, yeah, I think. I mean, when, I've heard that. I mean, his agency has, you know, Bryson, Sergio. Mito, Brandon Grace. I mean, all of these guys. I mean, they. Golly, they, man. So it, it's. You just said Mito. Like, Mito Pereira has not come out of my mouth in months or, or like in my brain. But you I know, it's that kind of sucks too because I kind of like talking about I know. Him. That's what I was just thinking. Like, when yeah. you said that name, a little, a little synapse fired in my brain and I remembered who he was. And dang, dude, like me, I, I do kind of miss Mito. Yeah. Well, we'll get to talk about them a little bit when we do some major shows. But well, I was gonna say this is a good teaser because next week I'm doing a live show. Next week, okay. I, well, yeah. the first live event is uh, my Coba. Our, our friend Charles Howell is defending. I don't know if I'm doing a solo or not, but I'm doing a live betting show. It might mm -hmm. be short, uh, but I, I'm gonna do a live betting show for my Coba. So I'll, I'll I'll be talking about Mito then. Good. All right. You're welcome to join me, Pat. If you want. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I mean, I may want to join you. Okay. Come on, Pat. Yeah. The water's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even adding on to that a little bit, I know your boy Tommy Ladd, Nikolai Hoygaard, they've recently turned down reportedly offers in the tens of millions. Um, I wonder what an offer for Nick Dunlap would look like, yeah. considering a couple of those guys have gone over there who are am champs, who haven't, you know, just out of college, all that kind of stuff. I can't imagine it's a tens of millions of dollar deal, but then then again. You throw a few million dollars, I feel like, out of a college kid, at a college kid, that might be something to entice him to. Well, to yeah, but he's there. got, yeah, but he's got signature events on tour that are no cut events. That yes, the field is larger, but he's still playing for uh, what are the signature event purses? Twenty million something dollars. He's still playing for a lot of money in those. His his sponsorship opportunities, I would guess, he, he, because I mean we are seeing a lot. We are starting to see a shift in sponsorship stuff too at Lyft. Like you're having more of these sponsors either hang on or re re up or increase their their appearance on on Live players, or you have new ones coming. So I, I think the sponsorship waters are starting to warm at Live as well. But but I, I do think that today and probably for the next twelve months. 
he might have more opportunity with with sponsors on the PGA Tour playing in all these signature events and all these majors, whereas if he goes to live, he's not doing that. Um, so I don't really know. I, th I think his offer to jump the ship and go to live would probably have to be, I would think, at least 20. Probably more. Considering all the money he's playing for, at, at least 20. And even yeah. at 20, I don't know that that's enough, which is sounds crazy to think. Like, I don't think he's worth 20. I, I don't for live. But again, considering you're guaranteed in all the majors, you're guaranteed in all the signature events this year, you're playing for a ton of money in those events, plus a sponsorship opportunity. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I just thought about it right now. Maybe the gum's not working. But I just thought about how easy the whatever this firm is that he's going to, how easy these agents' job is. I mean, they just you know, Liv comes to their, their <laughs> client and they're like, "Oh, we got an unlimited budget. We want to give Bryson yeah. two hundred million. Okay, and he, you know, he gets a percentage of that. <laughs> it's the easiest job on the planet to be an agent for for a live a live tour player. They're they're doing nice for themselves right now. That's yeah. for sure. All right, fellas, moving on. As you guys mentioned earlier in the week, it is khaki season, quarter yeah. zip season with the PGA show going on right now. I believe today is the last day, typically. I think it's a Monday through Thursday event, usually with uh, some demo day stuff on Monday. And then the, uh, what do they always tout? Eight miles, 10 miles of golf products up and down at the Orange County. Um, before I get in, actually, let me ask you guys. You guys have kind of said that tongue in cheek a little bit. Um, and if it's not for air, we can edit this out. But do, what were your, what was your guys' experience? Oh, I'm so like, glad you asked this question. Man, we're I, forgetting so backpacks, by the way. We keep talking about yeah, backpacks. Backpacks were a big deal, too, there. Let's do a little TJ quickfire uh, PGA show history here. Because me, me and Pat, and listen, not trying to pee in anybody's Cheerios, we were thrilled to go to the PGA show for the first two, maybe two years. Thrilled. Excited. Golf guys, like wide-eyed. Oh, my God, we're in golf heaven. Yeah. Totally get that. So if you've never been and you get the chance to go and you're a golf junkie, you should go. After two years, like I think we did it three or four. After two years, you're probably good. Um, but there are some. It, it's it's a it's a zoo. It is a literal zoo. Pat, let's let's think about some of our most memorable things or moments uh, at the PGA show real quick. Um, there's a there's a a strange, very strange section of the show probably a full mile of the show mm -hmm. that they see that the, the organizers seemingly know is the weird AF section of the PGA show. And they put them all together, which I'm grateful for so that you can just know like, Hey, this block, it's like, what is it like C block in Chicago or whatever? You don't go to C block in Chicago. You don't go to this section of the PGA show unless you want to get harassed. You want to get, uh, uh, you know, uh, approached, possibly pickpocketed and forced to look at the dumbest golf shit available. Yeah. The dumbest. They, they put it all in the same section. The weirdest thing. Do you remember the, Pat, do you remember the, um, this is one of the weirdest things that stands out to me. Do you remember the golf? Was it a, was it a shoe? It was a shoe. A guy was trying to sell a, he, I mean, they literally, they're, they're like the cart guys in the middle of a mall with like the helicopter things that are trying to get your attention. They literally grab your arm and tell you to come look at the toy they've got or whatever in the middle mm -hmm. of the mall. It was a shoe. And the guy's like, but it's just no ordinary shoe. Look, let me tell you what it does. Look at what it does. You can put your tees in the side of it. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I, I'm not even kidding you. The guy had a booth at the PGA show where his, his tees, there were slots for three tees or whatever on each shoe. And, and I think maybe a And ball now it's squares. 
and uh, Nick Faldo is the. It, it is unbelievable the garbage that goes that 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 gets a booth at the PGA show, and and it is all in one section, and you're just like, God, I mean, like the amount of energy this poor this man is putting into this is awful. Pat, remember the first year we went to the um the Asian fellow in the in the really wild outfit that had the uh, yeah, thing yeah. that you stood on and it like vibrated your whole body and he, yeah. it just shook you loose. And he had like banger, like EDM music playing in his booth. And he was just inviting everybody to go up there and get their shake on. And and so you would walk past that section. It's like, Oh look, Peter Millar and Taylor made and Malbin. And then you see like four guys in khakis and book bags. And, and the way it was facing, like they were facing the wall. So everything that everybody saw was just asses going like this on this guy's <laughs> shake machine to loosen them up. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. There was, a, I mean, now. The, the, Paige Spranick would get a million views if she did that. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> there are also plenty of well, paid talent. A lot of paid talent at the PGA show. That's where I okay. was about to go. I was about to go. Let's go <laughs> on, the, on to the positives, too. A lot of eye candy. A lot. Um, yeah. I believe also the coolest thing I thought was some of the extravagant setups that these bigger companies had. One, I think it was the first year, Travis Matthew, maybe they had this, these like three trailers, like, or four, like set into like a square and you like entered into it and they had cocktails. They had bar giveaways, bar girls Arcade. every way. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was actually pre COVID. The PJ show was lit. Like, actually, in that year, that Travis Matthew booth, remember, dude, we walked up there and the whole front end of this was like a club entrance. It was like all everything yeah. was blacked off and they had a, like a red velvet ropes and they had like five or six just absolute rockets at, yeah. the, at, the, at the entrance. Like, literally, almost like picking and choosing which dork got to come into the tent. Yeah. And, it Remember, we got in there. This is maybe one of my more um, lubed up moments at the PGA show because also at the PGA show, you get you get to see this on everybody's Instagram stories. You have cocktail hour mm -hmm. on Wednesday and Thursday, I think, and and all the brands, a lot of the brands will do free beer, wine, or cocktails or whatever sponsored by something. Come in, look around, and Travis Matthews was doing cocktail hour, and we had already visited a handful of cocktail hours, so we had been we had been we're in a good spot, and they were doing karaoke in in the booth. And Pat, do you remember what I did? Oh yes. I, now I can't. I'm trying to think of which song you did. I rapped California Love. <laughs> oh, that's what. It, yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I rapped California Love in the Travis Matthew booth, drunk. Um. So that was that. Welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. Yeah, it's just a. It's it is it is a wild time. Um. And then there's the nightlife stuff that goes on and all the, yeah. And, and but it's a lot of douchebags and assholes. And um, it is a lot of that, like just pretentious people. Anyway, I don't, we don't, we don't have to, what were you asking about it, Tony? <laughs> yeah. Where were we on this? <laughs> Taylor made brought a tank one year, I think in like 2015, 2016. Oh we weren't there. They brought, a, the they brought a, a tank. Yeah. That was one of my first years on, uh, PGA Tour Radio with Sirius XM. And that was the same exact thing you said. That was my first experience of like, whoa, there's just like this giant place where all these golf people gather. Like, this is awesome. And then the next year, it was like, okay, it's kind of like the same thing. And then, you know, for our channel, it was just, we would fill up, we had eight segments of show and we would fill up eight segments with 
you know, a tailor-made representative, a Callaway representative, a yeah. tees and your shoes representative. And it was just, it's terrible radio. It was ter it was absolutely terrible content. And after that, I was like, this is just the worst week of the year, you know, especially <laughs> well, like I'm sitting in a studio booth in DC and like everyone's down in Florida. It's the end of January in DC, oh, it's snow yeah. on the ground, freezing cold. And everyone's out there. You just hear music in the background the whole time. So I, I would say though, some definite definite fond memories would be with being mm. on the on a you know on a radio show and when db that we were very early on in the our first time ever yeah and we got to be on itr and we're you know we're sitting there with 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 carl i don't think dennis was dennis there when we did that one yeah. i'm not i'm not really he sure who was go no yeah he wasn't there but um carl rick was there Newheisel. and that was what i was about to say the fact that we were with rick newheisel you know Pretty big time used to be college football coach, made a lot of money doing that. I mean, I know he's a big golf fan, but that was pretty interesting to me. Then the next year we were on, it was actually after Georgia had played in the national title game and lost. We were on with Taylor Zarzer, who I love in the industry. I just think he's great. So those were kind of cool for us to to get on stage and 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 be on XM with those guys early on in our uh adventures with with CJ. The um one of one of the we and we met a lot of friends that we're actually still friends with today. The Swannies guys are one of them. I mean, we we yeah. the, our first year at the PGA show, we our goal was we had just started. Our goal was let's just go and have some fun. Let's hand out some t-shirts. Let's tell people about what we're doing. See if we can get a sponsor or two out of it. So we walked around with book bags, but our book bags were full of t-shirts. We were literally just giving t-shirts away and trying to get attention. And the Swannies guys were doing the same thing. They, they were carrying around an inflatable swan. Yeah. And, and at the time they were doing golf slide sandals like that's what they were doing it was the most dumb the dumbest thing <laughs> that's all they were doing neither one of us had paid for a booth we were both walking around like trying to hawk product we were both young. bad birdie was the same bad birdie was the same we we're all you know young guys doing the same thing and and now like those guys have huge booths I, i'm excited to see swanee's is a huge booth today at the pga show which is fantastic obviously we're doing a little better than we were back then you get to see and meet people like that which is awesome one of my favorite bits that we did, Pat, because then we started going every year and it was like, we're not going to pay for a booth, but we're going to get attention other yep. ways. One of my favorite things we did, do you remember the golf swing shirt, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So there was that golf, that training aid that you put over you and it just held you like this, you know, <laughs> and you couldn't move your arms except like your wrists going like this. And we we made friends with those guys. They were hilarious. They were like New York, New Jersey guys. They were just wild. They partied like crazy we had a great time, hit it off with them. And so one year I just put on one of the shirts and grabbed my microphone and Pat had the camera and I walked around interviewing people at the show like this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm asking them questions like this and in the swing shirt and it was a blast. But, but um, yeah, we did a lot of like the man on the street kind of stuff where we just walked yeah. up to some dude in khakis. And that, that's how we know there's a lot of twat wafflery that goes on at the PGA show because a lot of them we tried to talk to and they acted like they were just, too important um but anyway it's a wild time at the pga show now yeah, well to go along with that i just there was a couple clothing deal announcements yeah our, uh, our sweet pit prince siwoo kim like you said pat there signed with bad birdie this week um has a deal with him um jay Lindbergh, i was going to make the u.s olympic apparel this year which i get my clothes from walmart and target so I'm not a huge Jay Lindbergh guy. You're a hipster. You're a hipster cocktail beard, Carhartt t-shirt joggers wow. guy. This, this, is, a, sell this is a wifey present t-shirt. And I <laughs> told her not to get, in, I do not buy shirts over $20. 
All right. The fact that you guys offered me some free apparel from Swannies, I'm really looking forward to that stuff. I was like, this is awesome. These are clothes for like the next two, three years. I don't buy anything. All right. I I have takes on these these news items here. Okay. Jay Lindenberg. I want to start there. There was a time when I was a younger man in my 20s where I I loved Jay Lindenberg. When Jay Lindenberg came out on the scene, they came out with Camilo Vajegas. And you had Camilo, who was this like sexy Latino, you know, he, is, he had like hairless arms and massive biceps and veins everywhere. And he was wearing Jay Lindenberg. And I was like, God, that guy is cool. I bet he slays it. I want to look like that. And I wore Jay Lindenberg in my 20s. Um, some of the stuff they put on Victor Hovland has in the last few years have been has been awful to look mm-hmm. at. I kind of don't mind what they just came out with. I kind of don't mind it. I now I will say this anymore. Do I think it would look good on me? No, I don't. I, I think it looks best if your jawline can cut glass and you're a hairless, you know, you know, 3% or less body fat Nordic person. I think it looks a lot better on that person. If you're an athletic, uh, an athletic build golfer, I think it works. I kind of like it, but, but again, I, I like it to the point where, but I, I can't pull it off anymore. I can't wear that stuff anymore, but I do like it. Everybody on Twitter is like, roasting it i kind of think it looks good yeah i mean that's the thing is when i look at it i'm just i'm kind of looking through it right now but it just looks so for all the skinny people and i'm just like you know what i can't wear that so it it, it kind of turns me off because i look at it i'm like and I, and you better not be like a patrick reed and get on the team because there's no way you can get this i mean you just what Wait are you gonna minute. do i just had a thought I think a punishment for Pat losing a bet should be that he has to buy the, <laughs> a, the full get-up pants, shirt, and it has to be a it has to be a size too small, and he has to go play around in that. And we we get that. <laughs> yeah, that would be. I Daughters, actually don't mind. I don't mind the uh, the varsity jacket. I, I don't know why. I kind of like it. Kind of like the varsity well, jacket thing. Listen, if you're nobody like. If you're 30 or 40 or 50, like a varsity jacket meant something back in the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, so, like, I think they're tapping into that. You know, it may, maybe you, that, that sweater thing, though, bring that up. Maybe you had a jacket like that when you were in high school playing sports, or maybe you didn't have one, but you wanted one real bad. Now you kind of tap into it when you put your arms through the sleeves. I, I, I think they're tapping into some, uh, some of that w- with that design, but yeah. The sweater though looks like it should. It's like meant for a bigger person. It's like kind of baggy on the guy, and it's just out of nowhere. It looks like it's from the eighties. That's a now, that's the interesting fun, one. fun fact. So in the in the height of the Jay Lindenberg era in the early two thousands to like coming up to two thousand ten, the day I caddied for Will Ferrell at Augusta in two thousand seven May of two thousand seven, that was like peak Jay Lindenberg for me. Okay. I, I bought. I had like Jay Lindenberg, Camilla Vajegas, like white golf pants. They had just come out with golf shoes, and they their shoes were like three hundred dollars a pair. And when I walked up to the range, Will Ferrell had on a plain orange shirt, the lucky got from Goodwill, plain khaki pants, and the black and white Jay Lindenberg golf shoes. Mm-hmm. And when I walked up and we, I started talking to him, and I, we were you know just getting to know each other. I was like, Will you got the Jay Lindenbergs. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, your shoes. And he goes, oh yeah, these were given to me. I have no idea. 
I was like, those are like $300 golf shoes and they're fire. And he had no clue. Yeah. Well, that's Will Ferrell for you. But there's a varsity jacket. That's the sweater I'm talking about. I love that sweater. I love that sweater. I don't know if I would wear that on the golf. As a matter of fact, you wearing those glasses? No. No. But if I lose the bet and we do this whole thing, I might have to just go wear those glasses and that sweater. see that hoodie i don't see the front of it but i like the hoodie i don't, I don't mind like the hoodie i don't, I don't like the hoodie. thing on the right i don't like that as much yeah i, I don't think it's that bad i just don't think it's that bad okay okay now siwoo to bad birdie is a fantastic thing for 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 bad birdie um it, it's a fantastic thing for anybody any any brand that gets siwoo is a great thing. And, and both brands are fun. Um, Siwoo's a blast. Bad birdie's a blast. I think it's a perfect fit. The, the hype video they released was great. You know, him hitting driver off the deck and the, the, the greatest thing about the video was the, the tattoo on his back. Siwoo him. Yeah. It was fantastic. Now I, I, obviously I don't believe that that's a real tattoo. They've, they've obviously doctored that, but it would be cool if it was like, what if it actually was, what yeah, if that would, was? that would be pretty, um, so fantastic for both of them. I, I love the brand. They also just signed Harrison Indicott, the Australian. So that's cool for them. Two of my favorite, two of my favorite uh things. Siwoo and uh and great shirts like Bad Birdie. So yeah. I, I don't I mean, look, that's your thing. So I don't really have much yeah, comment on really it. But I will say, I mean, Bad Birdie wears their their stuff isn't exactly what I'm wearing on the golf course. It is I have a few shirts and they're comfortable they fit well yeah. so they do make them not as if they're like for like a lindenberg type person you know body fit i mean you can be a you can be i mean you see uh the guys on pardon my take you know at barstool they're wearing bad birdie every once in a while they're not always in the they're not the always the best shape guys so no. yeah um and then as far as the tiger thing and the, the tailor-made brand i'm <laughs> Everybody's crapping on the logo, and I kind of get it. It it, it looks it looks kind of rough. I, I don't I don't love it. The the Sunday was it Sunday Red? Is that the brand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I do, however, tr I don't know why, but I, I kind of have a tr an, an inherent trust that once starts once stuff starts dropping, I kind of have this inherent trust that Taylor Made and Tiger are going to get it right. Now I think you're right. I don't know why because like. Let's be honest. Tiger's not a like Tiger's not a cool guy. He's not like inherently. He's not a cool dude. He's not, you know. He's kind of nerdy. He's kind of. He's. I mean, I know he has like these one liners and he's done some things in the past that are funny. But every now and then it happens, right? I don't think he's a super fashion forward, trendy guy. Um, but I think Nike Nike made him look great for a long time. Yeah. And so I don't know why, other than like maybe I just I'm I'm guessing on him having gleaned a lot from decades with Nike and you know, his son is at an age where Charlie will freaking tell him like, I mean, my, my 13 year old, who's just like me, Collins, like used to always love everything that I put on. He used to think I was the coolest guy in the world. And he turned 13 and he's like, dad, what, what is that? I'm like, what are you talking about? What is that? Like, this is cool guy. This guy on tour is wearing, he's like, uh, okay, no, you know, like I kind of trust that Charlie, Maybe JT, who's got a little bit of style in him, his best friend in the world, will help out a little bit. And and TaylorMade is a good marketing company. Like they're, they're you can say what you want about their 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 um their gear. Some of it's good. 
their golf balls are terrible, but they're a great marketing company. Some would say that's all they are as a marketing Some company. Some would say that's all they are. So I, I do kind of just blindly inherently trust that they'll figure it out. Um, I agree. And also, why when we get a new logo, does it always feel like we got to immediately just hear like crap on it? Like, I don't know. I mean, I agree. I think they're going to get it get it right at some point. And sometimes a logo may look bad to start, but then they it, it kind of ends up growing on you a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I would love to be able to to do some some hilarious impression of Tiger picking out scripting his outfits, but I, I don't. The gum is not the gum's not working enough at the moment. I, <laughs> I really, 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 really like it. Really like it. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what else to. I mean, he wants the red. He just wants to. He wants red. I think. I'll, I think I'll wear the red one. You know, Thursday through Saturday. What do you think, Charlie? I don't know. Like I, I got, I got nothing, but I, I do inherently just kind of trust them to figure it out. And that by the time stuff starts hitting, people are going to go, okay, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I want it. I like it. I'll, t- I'll take it. I mean, Nike was always known for kind of, you know, some out there type of things, yeah. even with some of the golf shirts that Tiger would wear. Um, but I never, you know, it was just like, Oh, okay, that sucks. And then it was moving. It wasn't really crap on it. So yeah, it's, you know, Hey, give them the benefit of the doubt. We'll see. I think just obviously just the tiger name, the tiger brand. Yeah. There. Um, even at 40, what, seven, eight, whatever he is now is still, you know, if they get five years, 10 years out of just being able to push some of that stuff, yeah. there's going to be a lot of people who's going to buy it just because it's, it's the tiger name. So I think it'll be a, a worthy investment, but all right, fellas, moving on topic three, we got the match eight, nine, we got another match coming up. Uh, this time we're going to have Rory and Max Homa with Lexi Thompson and Rose Zhang, and they're going to be playing in a skins format for the first time. So no teams, anything like that. 12 holes. Uh, we're going to have Ernie Johnson, Charles Barkley, Trevor Immelman, Christina Kim, and Catherine Tappan will be on the call. We're also going to get contributions from Paul Bizanet. Shout out, pardon my take. Uh uh, guest on there, many time guest, as well as doing some great work, uh, NHL on TNT, former hockey player. And I can't wait to hear from this. DJ Khaled will be on the call yes. for the next match. Let's go so- golfing. <laughs> Let's golf. Is that so- what they're going to do on the first tee? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Oh, they got to have him like hyping yeah. up getting the guys out getting the guys and gals out there just like complete you know hype video doing what he does did you see a video a couple weeks ago of his son getting an award at school and then he ran up to the front and like picked him up just completely made it about him he's got to do that on the first tee for this match but pat we'll let db take a uh, take a little bit of a breather here since i mentioned dj Collard. i think i knocked him out Mm -hmm. we'll let you take this one first uh any excitement for these at all now that we're into the golf season, I feel like something like this is the perfect, you know, November, December type of thing. Do it. It's just some golf on. No one really cares, that kind of thing. Uh, but now that we're into the golf season, um, what are your what's what's your excitement level? Give me a one to ten excitement level for the match eight it's, or nine. It's like a four, three, three and a half to four. I, I never have gotten too excited about any of these. Um, you know. I, I hope DB is okay, by the way. I know whenever you mentioned DJ Khaled, something's it's not good. But I mean, I, I think the the foursome is okay. I mean, you got 
what what we would call beta Rory, beta P Rory, Snopy, Snopy Rory. You got Max Homa, who has some, you know, has some um, obviously some personality. Lexi Thompson has some personality. Rosang has some personality, I think. Um, yeah, bring it into the ladies is probably a good thing. It's a you know, February is historically just a terrible time of the year for sports outside of where we really start to gear up um in golf, you know, after the Super Bowl is over and we get the waste management, which will you know become Super Bowl weekend. But um I'm not I'm just not very thrilled about it. I never watched these. I don't, you know, during COVID. That was the one time. Yeah. We had one of these during COVID. And it was like the only thing we could talk about really. And people bet on it and all that kind of stuff. And that was kind of fun because I think Tiger played. But other than that, it just doesn't bring a whole lot of excitement. I don't care who the commentators are. I really don't. Christina Kim annoys me anyways. Sorry, Christina. I'm sure you're great. Um, so anyway, DV, please I wait. Somebody give DV some, some of that smelling stuff. You know, I think he got knocked out. <laughs> I need yeah. to do. I, I need to learn how to do uh, AI and create one of those AI DA, DJ Collins, and then we could have him host the show with DB. We could have him host one of these. <laughs> <laughs> this could be topless Paige Sporanic and <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and if DJ Khaled is involved, I will not fucking watch it. Mm. I cannot believe we have to do this. Love and light, love and light. Let's go, go. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I freaking hate that guy. I hate him. <laughs> I really do. I can't wait for the content to come out of it. Like the after that week, Tony, go ahead and mark it down. We're gonna get a lot of clips from DJ Khaled, and we're just gonna show him to DB and just get his reactions. Uh, he is going to do everything he can to make it about himself. He's gonna say dumb shit that nobody understands, and people and. It, it's just low IQ BS. Then what's going to happen is I'm going to have to watch it because it's going to be content. And our our boy helps with social media. Alex is going to be texting me. DB, do a video. DB, do a reaction. DB, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm going to do one and I'm going to put it on TikTok. And every bro on TikTok under the age of 30 is going to absolutely nuclear bomb me on in the comments. I am going to get wrecked in the comment. They're going to call I'm I'm guarantee you right right now. I'll bet my life this is what happens. Bet your fun at parties, bro, or cry left, bro, or you know, let the man be, man. Let him grow the game, bro, or you you boomer, or all, all that's what's gonna happen, and it's just gonna be another fucking thing with DJ Khaled. I I I I, I truly cannot. I don't believe. I, I don't believe that half of Half of golf fandom enjoys DJ Khaled's content. There's there's no way, even half. There's just no way. I don't know, but I'm glad he's on it now just for your reactions to it. Aside from that, I, I think it's lame. I think the whole thing is lame. It's lame. It feels so contrived. It feels there, there's nothing really at stake. I don't think people care about Lexi and Rose Zhang. I think they're great golfers. I, I respect both of them. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And some of it, I think, could be the YouTube effect, right? Like, people get to see YouTube personalities and these people that they actually enjoy and that can actually be funny on camera and can actually, like, say real stuff on camera, like Bob does sports or whatever. Like, 
Max Home is not going to be. I mean, he's a funny guy. He he's not allowed to really be himself. You know why? Because the PJ Tour will have their claws in the match, and they're going to yeah. make sure that their golden one of their golden boys doesn't say this or that. But that's why these guys are better on YouTube on on these kind of channels. The best match was Tiger Phil. That was it. That that was the match was Tiger Phil. Yeah. And if you remember, there was money on the line, and it was supposedly their own money. Maybe it was. Maybe maybe it wasn't. But those two guys had enough cachet; they could say whatever the hell they wanted to say. Yeah, and it, and it was entertaining. It wasn't. Yeah, I agree. The, the rest of this, I, I just—it's just so lame. And I agree with Pat. I think if it were not in the middle of golf season, maybe just because like I just want to scratch the itch and watch some golf, and maybe you know I could fire a couple bets on it and just lose money stupidly. But now you're going to make me watch DJ Cowd with it as well. No, no. Do you guys do a voice and impression of me when you're talking to Andy? We're talking to who? <laughs> when you're talking, you're talking to your social media guy, Andy. Uh, Alex. Alex. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I say you guys, yes, sound uh, super there. I say, man, I wonder what's what what's DB's impression of me when he's talking to. That was Alex. actually a decent, even though it was kind of a half-ass one. It was a decent impression <laughs> of Alex. No, Al Alex is way more bossy than you are, and he's and he's, and he's always. He's always He's always like super, you know, he's, he's a data nerd. He knows everything. So he's like, so I just put it like data nerd by day. Like that's his real job, like data analysis guy. And he's just like, um, he just kind of talk, he just talks down to us all the time. So that's how I, that's how I imitate <laughs> someone talking down to <laughs> And the bros impression, the TikTok bros oh, impression dude, I, sounded like the uh, principal Mackie from South Park. That was yeah, cool. it, I, it'll, it will happen for sure. Though, I am telling you. I am telling you, when I make that video, just go to the comment. It will be like, you just, you just wouldn't believe it. And it'll do the same thing on Instagram, but to a lesser extent. It's kind of funny. Like TikTok, it's way worse. But anyway, that's enough of that. I, I can't believe. Anyway, DB, you mentioned. And I don't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh, guys letting loose on YouTube with some of these bigger YouTube names. Rory McElroy did a video with Micah Morris the other day. That just goes in line with Tommy Ladd, again, your boy. He did one with Grant Horvat the other day. A few weeks ago, Tiger had his with foreplay. So along those lines, I wanted to ask you guys. Um, seems like your 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 feelings are known there. You guys can those guys can release or relax a little bit better on uh, platforms like that, kind of show their true personality. But I wanted to ask you guys, who is your white whale when it comes to whether it's just an interview content a video that you guys would like to make would you like to go play around with you know hey pat fred couples record it ask him some questions that kind of thing who's who's the white whale for you guys when it is and a kind of white whale piece of content to make hmm well i mean you know white whale I, and I don't mean this, by the way. Just take out the white whale part when I say this. Is it Lisa Ann, Pat? No, no. <laughs> and take out take out the fact that uh, this this person isn't necessarily that relevant in the in the bigger scheme of the PGA Tour right now. But I think, and he's not a white whale because we've actually interviewed him before. I think Boo Weekly would be amazing to go play golf with and do content with i mean if you just saw the little video that the championship tour did for with him when he was first getting on this was last summer i mean 
I think, and I would want it to be like Boo Weekly and Friends, and not like his friends from Milton, Florida, where he lives, but like like Boo Weekly and like some tour friends that he had, whether it's guys, you know, they're on tour now or whoever he's playing with. I think it would be a lot of fun to do something with Boo Weekly. It'd be easy to, easy content in my mind. That is such a great pull, and I, I didn't even think about it. But you're right, Pat. Like, he he is so dang funny. Um, I, I think if we did some sort of golf, like playing golf mic'd up like they do on foreplay or whatever, I, I think Boo would be absolutely hysterical. Um, yeah. That would be great content. Um, you know, we've talked about it before. I mean, Siwoo's obviously a, a white whale, but I, I think um, there would be a little bit – I don't know. Like, I don't know that it would be as entertaining as the Boo Weekly thing would be. It would be good, but it may not be as entertaining as Boo Weekly. Um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen comes to mind for me. I'd love to maybe play golf, mm. and cook a cake together, bake a cake together. Yeah. Maybe she just could... turned 50, man. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. And did you see that picture? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany at 50. <laughs> Woo! My goodness. Um, <laughs> that would be fun. Um, you know, uh, the only other one I thought about was Terrell Hatton. I, I think Hatton would be a lot of fun to play some golf with and um, kind of get him, you know, get him, get him mic'd up and loose and, and uh, you know, having a good time. I, I think that could be, that could be a lot of fun. I think people are missing out on that. Yeah. I like guys like Bryson, who's kind of just, he's cheesy, he's corny, something like that. I don't know. I, I just think it would be cool to sit there and pick his brain a little bit. And then a little bit of a throwback, at least for me, would be somebody like an Anthony Kim. Yeah. Which yeah. just yeah. the, the stories, you know, as far as great golfer, yeah. the gambling aspect of it, the betting aspect, and then, you know, the party aspect of it. You as know, well. in that vein, um, you know, Tommy Ganey. Tommy Ganey would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, Tommy I will say this: if we got if if we got Anthony <laughs> Kim, we it would be a white whale because I mean we would be the first ones to do some major content with him in years. It would certainly take off. So I would I would happily do that. It'd be awesome. I, I'd love to play. You know, and everybody's going to be like, "Good oh, DB, why don't you get his cock out of your mouth?" I, I'd love to play with Pat McAfee and the gang and all, all that. They they look like they have a lot of fun playing golf. They've got a yeah. hug right now. Uh, it'd be fun to play with those boys. Um, but yeah, I think Hatton, Boo Weekly, boy, that'd, that'd be a fantastic. Those two playing together would be a lot of fun. That would be. A lot neither of one of them would, would understand each other at all. I <laughs> like, can see Boo like saying, "What'd you say?" <laughs> that boy, <laughs> fucking hole. And Boo would be like, "Where, where, 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 Fox chasing the hounds up there, boy." <laughs> Them two boys. That would be a. That would actually be a lot of fun. You make that happen. That could be a lot of fun. Jeez, I could just see during the round, Boo pulls out a fishing rod on one hole and, like, you know, just all of a sudden catches like a five pound bass, like it's nothing, <laughs> then moves on, hits yeah. a seven iron to four feet and makes birdie. Hey, Terrell, you go ahead and play this hole. I'm <laughs> just going to cast out here real quick. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, good show. Thank you, Tony, for putting together a good rundown here. Went a little long, but uh, yeah, we, we had some, had some fun with the PGA show. That's, a, that's always a good time. I, we will have a name by next Thursday. We, we may have a name. We, you know what? By the time this gets posted, well, there might be a name. There might be a name by the time it gets posted. I don't know, but there could be. I think we're, we're too close. We got to make a decision, boys. We just got to piss or get off the pot. But for sure by next week, we'll have a name. All right? That's it for the currently no-name golf show, unless you do see a name on the show when it's posted, but that's how we do things here. Uh, thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Your screens be green. Bend over your bookies and all that. See you.